Welcome to the Power of Food podcast. We are so excited to bring you evidence-based nutrition information focusing on addressing the root cause for imbalance. Food has the power to help you achieve lifelong optimal health without the side effects of prescription medication. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Hi everyone, my name is Leah Barrick. I'm a functional nutritionist and I have my own nutrition business called Grace Functional Nutrition. And today I wanted to answer a question that I get a lot, which is about coffee. And if coffee's good for us, if coffee's bad for us, who it's good for, who it might not be good for. So I just wanted to create this little video to answer some questions and chat a little bit about coffee. So I love coffee. If you know me, you know I love my coffee in the morning. And coffee has a lot of health benefits. So it's actually an excellent source of antioxidants. And antioxidants, if you don't know what they are, basically help mitigate oxidative stress. And oxidative stress is something that we all have, even if we're living super healthy lives. It's a natural process, but some of us have too much oxidative stress. And this can happen from unhealthy diets, from pollution, from smoking, alcohol, chemical exposure, medications. The list is pretty much endless of what causes oxidative stress. So we need to make sure that we have antioxidants in our diet to help take care of the oxidative stress that occurs. And the highest source of antioxidants in the American diet is actually coffee. Because people's diets are so poor, coffee actually provides more antioxidants than anything else, fruits, vegetables, you name it. So that's huge. That's great that coffee can provide that for people. Also, coffee is great for brain health. So I'm sure if you're a coffee drinker, you know that it increases alertness, increases awareness, maybe makes you think a little bit more clearly in the short term, but also in the long term, it can actually may help prevent Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's disease. So great for that. And also it's a bitter. So again, you probably know how coffee tastes and it's very bitter. And what this bitter taste does is it actually stimulates the liver to create bile so it helps to digest especially fats but helps with our digestion in our gastrointestinal tract and it's good for liver health lastly it can help with fat burning so coffee can actually increase your metabolic rate so it might help a bit with fat burning so you might be thinking okay this is great coffee's good for everyone not true. So like most things in nutrition, it's very individualized and people metabolize coffee differently. So there's fast metabolizers and then there's slow metabolizers. And fast metabolizers are the people that can, you know, drink a cup of coffee and they are good to go and fall asleep versus slow metabolizers who drink a cup of coffee at, in the morning and they can't fall asleep at night and they're anxious and their heart's beating and they're sweating. So you probably know if you're a slow or fast metabolizer and keep quantity in mind. So are you drinking one to two cups of coffee or are you drinking five to six cups of coffee? That's gonna influence how you're metabolizing the caffeine as well. 
Other things to keep in mind are that coffee can impair sleep. So if you have sleep issues, definitely keep your coffee to the early part of the day. I usually tell my clients before 12 is ideal. If you don't have trouble sleeping before three is typically okay. But if you do really keep that in mind, it can also increase stress and anxiety. So if you are dealing with a lot of stress and anxiety right now, coffee might actually be contributing and not helping. So you might want to cut back a little bit. If this is the case and you still want some caffeine, matcha, which is a green tea, can be really helpful for that because it has something called L-theanine, which has a very calming effect. So matcha might be your better choice. Also, you shouldn't be relying on coffee to go to the bathroom in the morning. So if you are and you get constipated when you're not drinking coffee, you probably have some other kind of underlying issue and should work with someone to help uncover what that is that's contributing to the constipation. So we shouldn't be relying on coffee to go number two. Your body also does have to detoxify coffee. so. If you are doing a detox protocol or you're dealing with a lot of chemicals um, and that kind of thing and your toxic load is really high, you might wanna cut back on coffee a little bit to help your body with the detoxification. So in terms of coffee, let's say you metabolize it well, um, it still matters what you're putting in your coffee. So are you drinking a mocha frappuccino from Starbucks with added sugar and creams and all these other additives that are unhealthy? that kind of defeats the purpose. Not kind of, that definitely defeats the purpose. So usually you wanna be really careful about what you're putting in your coffee. So maybe a little bit of non-dairy creamer, or a little bit of non-dairy milk, maybe some cinnamon, which adds some natural sweetness. Watch out for the added sugar because it can definitely add up with that. Black is also great if you like to drink coffee black. I do not, um, and I have a lot of respect for all of you who do, so that's great as well. Other considerations are to avoid drinking coffee first thing in the morning, especially if you have any kind of hormonal issues or cortisol dysregulation. You wanna watch out for that because that can really cause some problems for some people. Biologically, the best time to drink coffee is actually around 11 o'clock a.m. So if you can do that, you're not relying on coffee to wake up first thing in the morning and you allow your cortisol to naturally rise in the morning and then it's early enough that it hopefully won't impair your sleep later in the day. Also, many coffees can actually have mold on them. So a lot of people don't know this, but if you are sensitive to mold and you feel like you might be reacting to your coffee, it might not be in your head. You might actually be reacting to the mold in there. So just be conscious of that as well. So I hope this was helpful. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or you're interested in working with me one-on-one -on -one for a nutrition counseling or for any of my corporate wellness services, feel free to reach out to me. You can find more information on my website at www.gracefunctionalnutrition.com or you can send me an email at gracefunctionalnutrition at gmail.com. Have a great rest of your day.